Hello everyone, this is Kevin Carpenter, producer and MC of Rolling in the Mist. Just wanting to let you know that Rolling in the Mist is now on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud under our group's channel name, Oddloot. That's A-W-D, Loot. Just log on to whichever's your favorite program and check it out today. Now, if you like our show, then the best way for you to support it is to let us know. Comment, like, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, anything helps. We release all of these episodes for free, and what makes it all worth it is hearing from you, the fans. With that said, let's begin the session. Rolling in the Mist is a series with fantasy violence, mentions of gore, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Rolling in the Mist. I am your master of ceremonies, Kevin Carpenter, and joining me today is... Bravo, as Leo. And not Jason. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Jason Peguero is not joining us today. He, he had has... better things to do, like making money. And, you know, like going on <laughs> shoots and stuff. Uh, yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. So, whatever. That... <laughs> If you all wanted to listen to an actual play podcast, this is what playing a tabletop game is exactly like. You try to get everyone together, and then in the middle of a story, one person can't show up. So it's like, all right, I just got to rewrite the story around this person suddenly disappearing. Or one of the players plays their character, but that always gets weird. As Kevin angrily just shoves like a 50-page script down in his trash can, he's like, well... That was worth my weekend. <laughs> Dude, I do that after every session. That that is what that's what being a game master in any tabletop game is like. That's right, we really do mess with your story. You come up with plans and then you routinely flush them down the toilet. <coughs> How However, you might have heard a source of coughing throughout this podcast, <laughs> and that's not Bravo or I. That's actually that's our new guest. Uh please introduce yourself. And they found me on the street for 50 bucks and a <laughs> bottle of Budweiser because they said some guy named <laughs> Jasona uh, didn't show up for their uh, uh, bottle cast. <laughs> Where's my money? That, that's my favorite RPG, Jasona. <laughs> Make him a character. <laughs> Just bring, if you can replicate him, you can have him. <laughs> that's what they told me in the lab. Hey there, my name's Pablo Mia. <laughs> and I'm playing. Am I allowed to no, say no, who? Yeah, uh, say your character and you know your mythos. I, I think we said uh, I'm allowed to do I, that, even though yeah. he doesn't. Okay. The, the other two characters uh, said their mythos, right? Like when we did session zero. Yeah, but that's because we were like establishing the story. Yeah, y'all were starting. But out. take note of this: I will probably be paying attention and forget it in five minutes. Okay. So I thought I, thought I was a surprise. Well, I mean, if you want to keep it a surprise, my... it's up to you. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna go like I feel this. like they're already not listening anymore. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I should just. Thanks for watching this episode. Watching. Well, th this episode needs to be scrapped. Let's move on to the next <laughs> <All> one. <right. laughs> Join the circus. Plan C. I'll just say, how about I just keep it a little bit? I won't. I won't go into the mythos. Okay. Because I think it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we're about to introduce your character, so why don't we just, you know, have you say what he looks like and all that when we introduce him? You guys ready to jump right into the action? Sure. I have no choice. <laughs> you started this. <laughs> I am on the soundboard. Alrighty. Alrighty. So, Pablo, your character stands in the middle of an old antique shop, staring up in complete awe. You're not usually one to walk into antique shops, much less break off your regular routine. But for some reason, you felt drawn here. In front of you is a large tapestry, yellowed with age, but still well-preserved. The tapestry depicts a beautiful, sprawling map of a circular maze. Greek characters surround the maze. But you don't need a label to know what this is. This is a map of the Minotaur's Labyrinth. It's perfect. Pablo, what's your character look like as he's marveling at this tapestry? Oh, he's a pasty fellow. Got a bit of a grease on his face. Not real grease, just he's got a, a pasty face, little. <laughs> just, just the perma grease? Yeah, it's just the perma grease. He stares at screens all day, and so that's mm -hmm. where it comes from. Doesn't really take the time to wipe it away. He's four eyed. He kind of has disheveled uh, hair, black hair growing over his ears. Probably needs a haircut. Doesn't think about it too much because he doesn't care much about his appearances. Every two minutes or so, he props up his glasses up the bridge of his nose. Uh, with his finger, and as he's looking at at this uh, tapestry, yes, mm -hmm. uh, he's his jaw is hanging open, his mouth breathing as he frequently does, 
and he's rubbing his wrists as he does uh, frequently as a sort of twitch. Uh, this is exactly what he's looking for, even if he can't quite place why he's so drawn to it. Hmm. Yes. So uh, well, what, what's his current outfit? His current outfit is wearing a uh, uh, also slightly wrinkled uh, button-up white collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a couple pens in his... It's not like a pocket protector. I'm not like making a nerd <laughs> costume. But he's I mean, got. I'm totally into it. I, I was. I <laughs> immediately couple... imagined one of the pens had like burst, and so there was like an ink. There's like a little ink well. stain. Yeah. No, that's not ink. That's just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that's that's whatever burger shag he had for lunch that came in a nondescript like brown, a greasy bag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's stained on him. So that's that's not. Unfortunately, it's not ink. Mm. Um, his shirt is uh mostly tucked into his um. Uh, um, into his relaxed fit jeans that he's wearing like uh, an old uh, tattered brown mm-hmm. belt and he has a messenger bag hmm. over his right shoulder interesting so pablo yes what's this guy's name this guy's name is eugene fritz <laughs> what a name <laughs> or as he would say eugene fritz <laughs> did you hear that was i was i close enough for you that time Yes. Mr. Bravo. Oh, I see you found something. Did and I... all of a sudden, an old Asian woman just appears right next to you. Uh, I'm very startled. I don't like the t- noise of mm, people. <laughs> you um, feel like I don't like Asian <laughs> I don't like, no. Good to write that. Good to write that. Good That's to not in my character sheet. <laughs> Racism is not part of it. It's peopleism, all right? Weakness I don't like tag, people. Racist thoughts. I hate everyone. I jump startled, look at her, and say, mm, what, 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 was, what was that? Oh, this piece we've had up in the shop for a while now, and I can see that you're very interested in it. Yes, uh, quite interested. Um, mm. well, are you thinking of putting this in the living room, or for, perhaps it's a gift for a lovely lady? Um, unfortunately, uh, fortunately, um, not. Uh, I just am a uh, collector. Um, how much for this tapestry? Hmm... Well, I'm sure we can come up with a deal for someone as handsome as yourself. <laughs> I have cash or credit. <laughs> so, we... <laughs> a, a few minutes later, we cut to you walking outside of the antique shop. Uh, you walk out onto a cobblestone street flanked by old brick buildings. This is the old quarter, the part of the city where the past is kept alive, for better or worse. You walk down the sidewalk past a gas lamp that has long since been converted to electricity. The roads here are too narrow for cars, and there's no sign of life outside of the small cafes, independent bookstores, and old townhouses where someone famous used to live. Mm. You carry uh, your new purchase in a cardboard tube that it, uh, the tapestry has been rolled up and placed inside. Mm-hmm. And as you uh, walk down the street, what's sort of like the thoughts going through Eugene's head right now? Uh... I have an odd sort of satisfaction with this rolled-up tapestry upon my shoulder. And something within me is satisfied, like a great hunger. Oh, I can rest easy tonight, although I don't normally rest. I wonder if Patches, my cat, requires uh, sustenance. Perhaps I should stop at the corner store, so he might, too, feel the same sustenance. And breaking you from your thoughts <laughs> is the sound of a roaring motorcycle engine. Ooh. <laughs> I do hate the noises of the city. Why is it getting louder? You t- you turn around and you see a uh, red motorcycle being ridden by someone wearing a red bodysuit depicting skinless muscles and a red helmet with a freaky face painted onto it. And as this motorcycle is roaring through this quiet old quarter alley, the motorcyclist lifts their arm and it stretches to an impossible length. And grabs the tube that's in your hands. Snatches it, like, riding straight past me. Yeah. Uh, do you, I mean, do you want to try to do something to keep the tube? Uh... You want to change the game? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the moves, right? Change the game. I'm I, still I, learning. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this would be, like, take the risk. Like, it's pretty much, you can either let it get popped out of your hands, or you can take a risk by struggling against someone on a moving motorcycle. Um, to keep this tapestry you just bought. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I definitely something something as that happens, something acts up in me. At that moment, uh 
okay, well, I think what happened with that jolt of anxiety and excitement at that moment and also knowing what's happening mm-hmm. and that is t- precious thing is being taken away from me, mm-hmm. I think he goes, my tapestry! No! And he snaps and he starts to grab and he immediately grabs the end of the two before it's taken away from him. What uh, power tags are you using? I'm using super strength. Okay. Uh, roll plus the, the one tag. Roll plus one. Okay. Is it just Pablo's first roll? No! Aww. Do I use one or two? Two. two. Okay. It is a uh, 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four and a uh, six. That's 10, right? I, I need everyone to know that Bravo just made <laughs> the most angry face I've ever seen him make. With my own dice. With his own face. <laughs> Bravo, one of these days you'll... Roll a ten. <laughs> Papa, tell us a story of how you rolled a ten. So with the ten, that's uh yeah, that's a success. Jesus. I told as, you. As this arm elongates and grabs the tube, you just uh yell out, No, grab the tube no. and literally yank it out of the motorcyclist's hands as they just uh speed off. And like the arm shrinks back to its regular length. And the motorcyclist turns around and immediately turns around towards you and starts speeding towards you again. What do you do? Well, first of all, wait a second. That arm elongated like 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 Mr. Fantastic. That's the kind of elongation it did. Yeah, but less clean. There was certainly some going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> like here, here's the thing. Um, the, this red rider uh, yes. is wearing. A, I, I'm just saying they're a red rider. You know, they're, they're, I don't know if that's their name or no. They're the red rider. Okay, uh, also, it, don't reveal too much. In your yeah, description. This, this red rider, shall we say? Yeah, this this rider who is red uh, is wearing a bodysuit that is depicting like skinless muscles. Right. And the thing is, is that that continued with the uh, elongated arm. Uh, okay. You you kind of wonder like, did the bodysuit stretch that far, or are they and, made of bubble gum? Yeah, and as you had that thought, the uh, the Red Rider is speeding towards you. Oh, as I'm thinking, did it really elongate? Or, oh, gosh, I don't have time to think about this. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. And so what do I do? Um, it's up to you. What? Yeah, it's up to your character. Am I still within this power tag, or I have to now do a new thing? You can't do the same thing, but you can use that tag for something else. Okay. The the way this game works, Pablo, uh, is that... <laughs> Listen, Pablo. I learned as much as I could before I got here. You damn noob. This is the real... This is the big leagues here. Yeah, bravo, yeah. the expert city of Miss Player over here. I ask the same question like every fucking episode. <laughs> we'll get there. And so uh, basically you just kind of describe what your character is doing and then I'll pipe in and be like, oh, that's going to be this. Roll with this. Oh, so there's no like limit on these powers. Oh, yeah, no. You oh, can... God, then I know it. Okay. It's I... up to your imagination. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. <clears throat> As the rider comes towards me, I take my fist and I aim for the nose of his bike to hit down so that he goes flying over me and his vehicle stops. And I hate the sound of this vehicle. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, boy. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Before, that... before you continue, I just want to say, Pablo, in 14 minutes, you have shown you are a much better player than me and Jason have in the last how many episodes? <laughs> because I well play done. a character. <laughs> Yes. I shall take notes, Kevin. Mm. That's why I was invited. All right. Rolling for uh, hit with all I've got. Yes. All right. See? I... Oh, my God. He actually knows the moves, too, I Bravo. Know the move. Okay, Pablo. Pa- your, na- your name is not Pablo anymore. It's now New Jason. New Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo, a.k.a. New Jason, a.k.a. Eugene. Not in that order. All right. I'm rolling kidding, for kidding. Let's go. Jason, we love you. Come back to us. Ooh. It was a four. Uh-oh. Yep. I got carried away. So here's the other thing. So with a 10, it's a success. A 7 and 9, it's a missed success. Mm. 6 and below is a failure, mm. and I get to make a hard move, meaning I get to do what I want. Mm. Um, and what I want is, as, as you raise your fist to smack this motorcycle you know. as it's coming directly towards you, you suddenly like lose the like aggressive like uh, adrenaline from your first use of your powers, and rise the motorcycle's about to hit, you go, uh-oh. And the motorcycle just <laughs> can boom. I can I at least go uh oh go for it uh oh and the motorcycle just boom runs right into you ooh ow all right yeah I actually have stats for that as you've been slammed at full speed please take the status mild concussion three as you bounce off the motorcycle and then off another brick wall mild Jesus concussion three yes where do I where is that where do I mark that 
You just write it. Yeah, you just put. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well. Like on story tags or. Yeah, I think story tags. You can cut yeah. this part yeah. out. <laughs> learning this shit. Okay, mild concussion. No, we're leaving this part out because that shows what we're doing. Yeah, I mean oh. it's an it's an actual play. Yeah. Con- yeah. But then everyone will see how incompetent I am. Oh, they already saw how incompetent all of us are. Con- We've already had uh, six sessions of yeah. that. So am I knocked out? No. Okay. So the way Oof. so in City of Mist, uh, instead of having like health points where you know you go down a number and then at zero you're dead or whatever. Right. In uh, City of Mist, instead you have statuses which can represent different things like physical statuses, emotional statuses, etc. Gotcha. Um, but the thing is, is that if you get to five, you're out. You're unconscious. Oh, you're, so I'm yeah. at three of physical. Yes. Okay. Uh, and if you get to six, you're dead. You're dead. Okay. So yeah. halfway dead with that one hit. That yeah. makes sense. It's a motorcycle the the thing is though is that not all the statuses are equal it's actually harder to get up as you go along so the uh for example if you wanted to go from like three to four you would have to get hit with another three status oh yeah you need you need that same status in order to go up around i get it yeah thank god Mm -hmm. great but you're still mildly concussed great this motorcycle just ran you over so he ran me over i'm like rolling on the ground concussed yeah yeah, you're you're on the ground, and the uh, the tube has uh, flown out of your hand, no. and it is now on the ground uh, between you and this uh, red rider. And you see the red rider stop and lift up their hand again and start stretching toward the tube. What do you do? I gotta. Uh, what can I do? What time of day is it? I would say afternoon. Oh, crap! So it's like just full daylight. Yeah, I would say, no, it's like the sun is kind of, uh, it's casting shadows from some of the, like, really taller brick and wood buildings. The shadows casting near where we are? Yeah. All right. Uh, I reach for the tube, Mm -hmm. and I look at the nearest casting shadow, and I don't know what move this would fall under, you tell me, but I want to try and hide the tube beneath a shadow. Hmm. What are you? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> this would be go toe-to-toe. Really? Yeah, because even though you're hiding the scroll, really it's you and the Red Rider trying to get to trying to take control yes, of the scroll. Yes, that's why I'm doing it. Okay. I would like to, yes, throw him off by hiding it with my shadow manipulation. Okay. Don't look at my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> you sneaky bitch. And here we go. So wait, what were the tags you're using, by the way? Uh, the power tag shadow manipulation. Okay. So it's a plus one. So I rolled uh eight. So it's a nine. Okay. So mixed success. What I imagine myself doing is, as I reach for the scroll, I uh, reach for the scroll with my hand, and with my other hand, well, my other hand, I reach for all neighboring shadows, and I extend both palms to these two targets. And if you can imagine, as I manipulate the shadows to come from all neighboring casts uh, to envelop the scroll and then split up into three different shadows. Basically imagine a magician's trick with a ball in three cups and then swirling them around. So I'm hiding the scroll underneath one shadow and then swirling it around to confuse this mysterious red rider. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. All right, so the red rider reaches for the scroll and suddenly like the shadows appear, like swirl around Vegas style mm-hmm. and like... the. Like, even though the Red Rider is wearing a full motorcycle helmet, they look, like, confused. (laughs) And the arm shrinks back. And as they're, like, looking at these three blobs, you know, just, like, moving around with the scroll, (laughs) they just look up at you. And just go... (laughs) And just start peeling towards you again. Not again. (laughs) What do you do? I... Uh... I can stand, right? Yeah. Okay, I... I mean, there's a motorcycle coming right towards you, so... Wearily get up, and this time, because I know how last time the punch didn't work out mm-hmm. so well, this time I'm bracing myself to jump, and I'm going to jump over him and try and uh, clip line. Is that what it's called? Clip line? Clothesline him? Clothesline him. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to try and clothesline him as I jump over him and to knock him off the bike. Okay. Okay. All right, so that's, that's going to... I'm, I'm going to say that's going to be... Hit with all you got? Uh, or... Yeah. That's kind of a risk, isn't it? Yeah, I would say let's do take the take risk. Take the risk. Because that, that's cool, and you're you're really just trying to, like, change the situation around. Yeah, this is a great Z. I mean, okay, so what's, what's your tags? Um, this one would be, I guess, this one would be super strength again to leap that high. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. And that's a plus one for taking the risk. 
I rolled a uh, six plus one seven. Okay, mixed success. All right. On seven nine, things get messy. The MC will offer you a hard bargain or an ugly choice. Okay, bring it on. So I, I can give you a choice. Either you jump out of the way, but you don't do the clothesline on the Red Rider, or you do the clothesline on the Red Rider, but it's less you take the Red Rider off the bike and more the Red Rider takes you with them. I'm going to jump out of the way. Okay. For sure. Yeah. For sure, I'm going to leap like over him if I can. Yeah. Or so I, you, you misjudge your strength, and as you like hold out your arm to clothesline, you actually just jump straight over the motorcycle. Great. And he rides right through, uh, past me. Just rides right under you. Great. Nope. Once again, the, the Red Rider speeds forward and then turns around. And uh, as it's making this turn, this narrow alley, uh, what do you, you're standing in the shadow where like your scroll is still being moved around. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Standing in the shadow? Yeah. Great. That's like, you, like you just jumped into the shadow. Into the, okay, great. Uh, I was going to grab the scroll and take a run for it. Okay. Are yeah. you just running down the street? Are you running down an alleyway? Definitely like, an alleyway. Okay. The so, alley. so you land in the shadow. You grab the scroll out of like a glob of shadow, and you just start running down the nearest alleyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm running. <laughs> you're, you're running down this alleyway, and you hear the roar of the motorcycle engine coming towards you, and you see at the end of the alley a chain link fence. <laughs> No. You look behind you, and the Red Rider isn't there yet, but you can hear them coming. What do you do? I turn around. I see them. Up, uh, they haven't arrived yet. They, they aren't at the end of the alleyway, but they're coming soon. They're coming. I, I look around. There's nowhere to hide. And so I turn invisible. I put my back against. Specifically, I turn mm-hmm. my back against the wall of the mm-hmm. alley and then go invisible. Okay. Roll sneak around. Thank you. So what power tags are you using? That is invisibility. And shadow yes. manipulation? No, oh, it's just invisibility. Okay, I mean, you can't. You can I can add. use. Oh, really? Yeah, you, you can, can use multiple power tags in order oh. to get different bonuses. How that works is if you find a creative way to add those power tags into it, you can add them. Yep. I'm trying to think how I would mix these two things. And that's where the fun is. Yeah. Or the challenge. A, a good chunk of City of Mist is figuring out creative ways to use multiple power tags. Well, then I do this. I look around, there's nowhere to go. And so I find a shadow that's uh, being cast by. A nearby dumpster, and I wave this shadow. What I'm going, what I want to do mm-hmm. is wave the shadow across and on top of the uh, chain link fence, mm-hmm. and then turn that shadow invisible as I hide behind a dumpster. Okay. So, so it looks like it's an empty alley. So you're technically refracting light. Yes. That, that's a really interesting way of doing that. Okay. Science. Uh, roll, <laughs> roll, sneak around. And fantasy. That's going to be a plus two with their two tower power tags. What'd you roll? <laughs> well, with the two plus two, it's a f- five. <laughs> Which is a partial success, isn't it? No. It's not? Oh, that's, it's six and lower. Is, oh, shit. That's a failure. Yep. It's lower than a six. Oh, God. Welcome, I, to, welcome to my I, world. No! I, I love the idea. You have the, you have this very creative moment. And as you're at the end of this alleyway, you grab the shadow and you start moving it toward the chain link fence. And, you know, you're just about to turn the chain link fence invisible for this wily e. Coyote moment. And then the arm stretches out and just snatches the tube from your back. No! You turn around, and you see the Red Rider has appeared there, and the arm stretches back, and the tube is in their hands, and they give you a wave, and then just drive off. No! Is what is what happens <laughs> to my voice. And we flash forward to you in a much darker place. And by darker, I mean light-wise. It's a dark place. Yeah. You, you are in your uh, your workplace. The uh, the sort of the, the what is it? I want to say storage locker. The the data center. The, mm. I'm, I'm just going to say that. The, the, the computer lab? Not, not even the computer lab. It's like I'm imagining a room that's filled with like files upon files, but also there's computers to access the police database. Right. Is there a name for that room? Do you want us to pause in editing and Google it? <laughs> no. I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm just going to say police data room. The police data room. Yeah. The sto- I, the I like the storage room. locker. Yeah. yeah. I like the slang storage yeah. locker. Yeah. The, the, the ice box. 
the sounds like a stuffy kind of place where i would be yeah you're you're sorting through files right now you're you know doing your job Mm -hmm. you're you're still thinking about what happened let's see two days ago and then you hear a door open and uh through these stacks of files you see a uh, figure detective arthur strange uh, mm. five o'clock shadow intact a little surly at the moment and he walks in and parks himself at one of the computers and starts uh, typing in info into the database and as you stand there between the shelves you look and you see that he is uh, looking up a very particular case he is looking up the red rider and with a photo like on the yeah computer. you you see the 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 blurry iphone photo the <laughs> Uh, the blurry smartphone photo. <laughs> no copyright. <laughs> we can't afford it. <laughs> you you see a blurry smartphone photo of the Red Rider on their signature red motorcycle, snatching some piece of jewelry from someone. And you see uh, Strange pulling up file after file on the computer. And he, he does this for quite a bit as you just sort of stand there watching him. And so, you know, you're watching him look up this case. What do you do? I want to try and read what it, over his shoulder. Yeah, you're 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 a little bit of ways away, but you can see. I'm like behind a stack on a shelf. Like yeah, behind you're behind a, a stack on a shelf, and it's, it's so it's hard for you to mm. see everything. But you can see he's looking up the Red Rider. He's pulling up statistics, and he also pulls up um, what what you can kind of see as like um, a, a shop, a uh, with a sign that says Big Mike's Mechanics. Okay, and it, it's a little strange that he pulls this up, but you just see Strange go hmm and nod, and start looking into more stuff. And at this point. You suddenly realize you really need to pee. You've, oh, great. You've been in here for a while, and it's just your body has snuck up on you. Oh, darn it, not again. But Which I think to myself. <laughs> <laughs> not out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, uh, wait, am I going to incur damage if I just sit tight? <laughs> am I going to get like a, Full bladder a UTI? <laughs> Like just because I stick around uh, and yes, see take what a, he does. Take status UTI too. <laughs> taking the risk. Yeah, I'm taking the risk. <laughs> just to just hang out. The game mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Irritable bowels. Um. Okay. Um. Well, I was going to say I just want to people watch, which is one of my tags, mm. and just want to uh, observe his reaction to the information and uh, see if he makes a call. Okay. Yeah. We. A, yeah, yeah. We make that roll. Okay. All right, uh, so... Roll for sneaking around? Yeah, roll for sneaking around. Nice. Okay, that's a plus one to my seven, so that's an eight. Okay. So, yeah, you're able to peep over their shoulder, and then, you know, you see that they, they keep coming back to the, the Big Mike's uh, mechanic shop thing. They look at a map, you know, they look at the file, they look back at the Red Rider, and um, you, you see that he does uh, pull out his phone, and... Uh, call up someone but you're not able to see who it is uh but you just hear strange go i I gotta do jason's character voice here real quick uh hey hey leo (laughs) i think i got a lead i'm I'm coming by and he clicks off i press my glasses back up the bridge of my nose and walk out and i call back don't forget to lock up and then you close the door behind and i close the door behind me (laughs) okay flash forward once again um eugene you're in your car you're sitting in the driver's seat it's now uh late afternoon heading toward night as the uh, sun has already come down behind some of the taller buildings in the city and it's casting its shadows everywhere you're parked outside an apartment that uh strange had stopped by so he drove in his black dodge charger and his apartment has sort of like an underground garage so you weren't able to like see him park and walk out so you're just kind of like you're parked on a street over, just kind of like watching, waiting for him to come out. And sure enough, the black Dodge Charger pulls out of the garage, makes a turn, and starts going down the street. Do you follow him? Absolutely. All right. And as Eugene turns on his car, the headlights turn on, and you start to follow this Charger. The camera moves. I turn into... off the headlights. You turn off the headlights. Very nice, very nice. Uh, that came with a wink. <laughs> Please support us by sending us money so we can buy cameras so you can see the wink next time. See, there's another one you missed because you didn't pay us. <laughs> Boom. And the fist bump against you. All right. Gotta love this audio medium. Anyway, <laughs> the camera moves from Eugene's car 
to the Dodge Charger and goes inside the tinted windows to see only one figure, Leo Castello, driving the Charger. Now, Leo, you're, I assume you're kind of nervous driving this car considering you don't own a car? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, it, I didn't expect this much torque to go with this uh, car. It's very, it feels very manly between my legs. Mm. Uh, you know, the little the rumbling of the engine. I think, what is it, a V8? Yeah. Chris, is it a V8? Yeah, I don't V8. All right, it's a V8. That is our uh, sound guy. Yeah. yeah, everyone, Chris is here. Yeah, okay. I hope that's his only line. Yeah, yeah it's V8. <laughs> it's just from the background. That's all he gets. Oh, but yeah, I'm, so, I'm feeling the, the rumbling of the engine. And like, I feel powerful, but I also feel like, man, if I put one scratch on this thing, Strange is going to strangle me. And I've seen him drunk. So driving, eyes wide, starting to sweat a little bit. We flash back, because we're jumping all over the time period in this episode, <laughs> to just a few moments before, standing in your apartment. As you and uh, Detective Strange are about to leave, Strange gets a phone call. And as he lifts it to his ear, you can hear the irate voice of Captain Jackson coming in through the tinny speaker. And you just hear, <laughs> What? <laughs> right, right now, really? I don't even need to be there. <laughs> Get someone else to clean the desk. Fine. Whatever. He turns off the, his phone and is like, the mayor's coming in to do a camera tour of the precinct and they want me to clean my desk. <laughs> he, he, just, he, just, he just pulls out his keys and throws them to you. And just like that dice, I, I drop them. Got some <laughs> dinky little keys. <laughs> Leo. <So long. laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Leo, don't scratch up the car. Um, okay, uh, so uh, I, I get to drive it like no, no, no holds bar or anything? Don't scratch the car. Okay, cool. That's, that's, that's cool. I got to get back to the precinct. I got to take care of this. You go to Big Mike's. See if you can find anything. <sighs> All right, sure. Uh, Big Mike's it is. Where is that? And we flash forward to you, <laughs> King. <laughs> You're just abusing this fucking MC power, aren't My you? <laughs> I'm able to jump all over the time period. What a world. I'd love to travel by flash forward. <laughs> well, it's also because I just don't want to make do like fakey fake, fake name address or whatever. <laughs> it's just like it's in the warehouse district. You're, so we district sucks yeah. <laughs> the district of town sucks yeah. we, we flash forward to you driving the car and you're just like nervously tapping into the GPS as it's leading you toward the warehouse district I also turn on the radio and apparently um, Detective Strange headed to um, a local pop station and uh, girls just want to have fun starts blasting <laughs> and I'm just like so this is what Strange is into alright can't sing this song because it's copyrighted <laughs> <laughs> so I just start humming it and I'm just like it's some good stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> to calm my nerves <laughs> and, and the charger drives down the street being followed by uh, Eugene's car at a reasonable distance and we fade to the warehouse district it's now dusk here in Eden City and uh, Leo you drive the bulletproof Dodge Charger down a couple of narrow streets before you finally find this godforsaken building you've past a couple of homeless people a couple of rough looking mm -hmm. teens and you know that this and also a couple of bike gangs sorry and also a couple of biker gangs so this is not the the best place in town but also the bike gangs right because those hard those hard pedaling street kids uh-huh yeah there's street kids on like pedal bikes <laughs> and then there's like with the little cards to make it sound like it's a motorbike exactly like so that. this is so i've entered the heart of the city the most <laughs> dangerous place and I, <laughs> Just rides on by, <laughs> just dogging me. Just <laughs> yeah, they they actually give you some dirty looks as you're driving by. It's just like, hey, you're in our territory, <laughs> and you just keep driving yeah, forward. Just, just you, like, don't, you don't want no trouble. Keep looking forward. Keep looking forward, Leo. You don't want any trouble with these kids. Freak. <laughs> just this bald kid. God. And you turn the corner and you see it. Big Mike's shop. It's a standard, you know, like warehouse shop. You see that there's one big uh, garage door entrance on the side and then two smaller ones on the other side. And also a uh, regular, you know, people-sized door next to those. And it's just sort of in the middle of this warehouse district. Just, you know, squat there. Um, it's 
dusk it's closed you see that there's a neon sign that says like big mics but big mics is you know the lights are off which you know if it closes at night then i'm not sure why that you would have a neon sign but you know that's just kind of how this neighborhood is we don't question the the, the industrial section yeah it, it's noir you know there's neon everywhere it's <laughs> tightest this side of town still sucks mm. i um in i guess i'm still in the car it, is there like an alleyway that's kind of small like shadowy that i could park the car in yeah uh, so okay, so I I, uh, I don't break the 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 line into like anybody seeing me from the shop. So I try to hide in between the the alleyway, turn off the car. Um, do I see anything inside the car? Like the charger? Alcohol? Yeah, the charger. Yes. I mean, there's uh, there's empty bottles of like uh, bourbon in there, of which course. has some really bad connotations for Detective Strange. Um, <laughs> do I? There's also it? some apple cores. Just you know, on the on the floor, and I and yeah. I, I quickly say an apple an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Mm. Clever. <laughs> and then I look at myself in the mirror, like, why did I just say that? <laughs> You're saying this to yourself I'm alone say, in the car. Yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> do I notice is there anything in the glove compartment? Um, yeah. You look inside and you see there's some gloves, uh, the license, the registration, not license, the the registration for the car. Um, what kind of gloves? black gloves like like leathery yeah leathery gloves i take them okay uh and i I put them on got new items strangest gloves (laughs) (laughs) do i see anybody on the street yeah you look around you don't see anyone it's it's kind of dark though and while i'm staring out uh out through the front uh, window i take out a coffee mug that has a neon light on it and i just go tastes like noir and I put it down, and I realized, where did I get that from? Ew. Uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and so I, I, ex- I exit the vehicle as quietly as possible. And I guess, do, do they have like a fence, a steel fence, or like a, what kind, do they have any sort of perimeter? Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a perimeter. It looks like they just kind of keep, you know, all the stuff that they're working on inside this uh, shop. Like, it, it's like a it's like a medium-sized warehouse, so they're able to oh, just okay. keep, yeah, they're able to keep whatever they're working on inside. Okay, um... So, do I notice any cameras or anything? Uh, at this point, I'm going to say roll investigate. Okay. Nine. Okay. So, you get uh, one clue. Um, you going to ask your cameras question? or uh, I'm going to ask, is there like a power junction box anywhere outside of the perimeter? Yeah. Yeah, there is. It's actually uh, not too far from you. Okay. Uh, so, I make my way over there as like kind of very nonchalant try to make myself with the gloves mm-hmm. uh make myself look like i'm just another person walking the streets mm-hmm. and kind of if i get and when i get near it uh kind of like oh kind of act stupid like oh like i don't want to look like a beggar mm-hmm. just like looking for scraps or or uh recycling mm-hmm. and try to make my way over to the junction box and attempt to open it okay the uh the junction box is locked okay so what i'm gonna do don't fail me now uh god knows it's gonna happen there we go is i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna use my um my index what is this finger again index index finger finger. finger, thank you uh and and warm it up to such a degree that i can literally like either melt is it what kind of lock is it uh it's it's a padlock the padlock try to melt down the Mm -hmm. the actual steel bar uh, as quietly as possible, kind of like you know you see in those robbery or those mm-hmm. yeah like a blowtorch like a blowtorch. Thank you. Isn't that... one of your tags a lock picking set? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I want to do it. I want to. I want to. I want to oh. do something fun with this. You're literally <laughs> instead going to play with fire. Uh, if you saw our last episode, you'd realize why I'm not using that lock picking set. Well, first of all, <laughs> nobody's seen an episode of this. Second of all, your you roles suck. And you you're going to burn okay. your dick right. off. So go for it. I'm, I'm assuming Cruel Sun. Cruel Sun, yes. Yeah. Uh, Nature's Wrath. All righty. Eight. Okay. So with this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I, and I say to myself very quietly, should have used the lockpick. <laughs> this is cooler. This is awesome. <laughs> you, you break open the lock. But since you rolled an eight, you're not really able to minimize the effect. So the flames kind of go up just a little bit and like the whole lock just melts. So there's no <laughs> and like part of the handle that like the lock was on melts as well. So it's oh, like so it's open, 
Uh-huh. It's open, but it's also very clear this thing was uh, burned open. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I uh, can I, like, open it quietly? Yeah. Okay, so I open it quietly. And um, uh, I take out my electronic repair kit that I took mm-hmm. with me. And I take um, a wire clipper mm-hmm. as well as a soldering tool that's in there. Uh, and what I try to do, like, I don't know if you know much about, uh, like, junction boxes. Do you know what, like, what's the circuitry of it? No, uh, not at all. <laughs> okay. I would know nothing about junction boxes. Sorry, my, my dad used to work with that and he taught me a thing or two. Um, so my effort is to um, wire it in such a way that once it receives a, like, powerful overcharge, every electronic uh, in the entire area, mm-hmm. uh, not just big mics, but the entire block, in other words, mm-hmm. the grid, mm-hmm. uh, goes down. Okay. Kind of like what you do in a house where you plug in like that last one into the hole mm-hmm. and it overcharges everything and like knocks the entire power out of a house. Yeah. Point of the matter yeah. is I want to make everything go dark once it receives a sudden boost of, of power. Okay. Are, are you doing it in a way where you can like fix it later or are you just breaking it? I am sabotaging it. Okay. What tags are you using? I'm going to be using uh, the tag electronic repair kit and veteran doctor's comp. Okay. Nine. Plus two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. with the plus two. That's with the plus two? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you get right in there and you start you know, messing around with the uh, uh, the box. And mm-hmm. sure enough, as a charge goes through it, the whole <laughs> district goes dark. Um, the whole district or just big mics? I overloaded the entire power grid. Oh, well, yeah. a little overkill, but and, all right. Yeah, that, that's the thing with the partial success is that it's super overkill. It's <laughs> also pretty obvious this was tampered with. And I'll be honest, I kind of said I wanted it to like still be running so that when it received the charge, it could go dark. In yeah, my no, it just, it just like, and it I look at it, dark. I'm just like, I really need to go back to electrician school. <laughs> uh, and I put it away. Um, do I hear anybody coming or... I mean, you hear, like, dogs start to bark and, like, you know, uh, people going, like, hey, what's going on? I, um... (laughs) You didn't pay the power bill. I'm sorry. (laughs) I work all day and I work all night. I don't want to hear your excuses, Morty. I don't want to hear it. No, please. I love you. I'm staying at my mother's. This is the last straw. Do I I hear that? (laughs) Yeah, that's echoing off the distance. There's one couple. (laughs) There's one couple living in the warehouse district. (laughs) <laughs> um, what do I see around mm-hmm. me around the junction box? Her driving mm-hmm. to her mother's. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sassy dog. Okay. Yeah, oh. Eugene. Actually, you're sitting in your car, and suddenly, just everything goes boom, dark. I like it this way. <laughs> but what is he doing? And then, uh, uh, Leo, as you're at the junction box, you hear like a like a like a clacking sound, and you see uh, one of the garage doors open up. And you see a uh, figure stick their head out. Uh, well, if I yeah, if I notice it, uh, it's dark. They obviously can't see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's I try to move outside of the perimeter or the area of it? Mm-hmm. Like, is there like a trash can or a dumpster around? Or yeah, you just sneak behind a trash. I, can. I, I sneak behind the trash can, kind of away yeah. from the the box in the building, but I can still want to see it. Yeah, you're you're a good distance away, so I'm not gonna have you roll mm-hmm. for that. But you see this like figure like stick their head out, and it, it's hard to see who they are since everything is dark. And, you know, you just hear some, like, grumbling, and then they go, you know, they uh, go back in and just close the garage door. Okay. Um, did I notice any cameras? I mean, you can't see them now. Okay. All right. Oh, well, this is where I got to be a thief now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, describe to me what are the, like, is it like a square or rectangle? How many sides are there to the building? It, it's a square building. And the two sides that are sort of, like, facing you, mm-hmm. you have the large garage door for, like, large vehicles. And then the side to its left is uh, two medium garage doors and then, like, a person-sized door in what looks like the, the office area of the mechanic shop. Uh, at the top, near, or near in the roof, do I see any, any windows or... Mm, no. It's just concrete? Yeah, it's just concrete. Man, that is a very, very bad fire hazard for this shop. Good Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. No, bad, because if that shit goes up in flames, they're fucked. <laughs> With you around it, Will. So I'm going to head towards – now, everything else is just nothing around the, just besides the, that um, – Yeah, there's some door. other warehouses nearby, but, you know, like a good couple dozen feet away. 
But the other three walls are just concrete. The other two walls, from what you can see, are just mm -hmm. concrete. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll walk quietly uh, towards the human-sized door and put my ear against the little crevice between the lock, the doorknob, and the threshold mm -hmm. to see if I could hear anything. Okay. Um, roll investigate. What tags are you using? Veteran Doctor's Calm to kind of, like, still myself enough mm -hmm. to, like, heighten my senses. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, pretty much it. Eight. Okay. Uh, so you get one clue. Okay. Am I able to... Um, sense or hear of anyone directly behind the door you hear like another door open in there and then you hear like shuffling and then like angry you know like grumbling mm -hmm. like a fight no it's more just like it's like it sounds like someone just kind of like shuffling around uh looking for something but since uh, it's dark they're angry about it got it but that's but well, you can't hear what they're saying so that's that's my like partial success it's kind of fuzzy but you can also there's like a little window on the door, and you can like look in, see this. This is like the the office. Oh, area. there's a window on the door then. Yeah, there's a okay. window on the door. As you like peek in, you see this sort of like the the office mm -hmm. area kind of. But that's pretty much all you can see from like the moonlight coming in. You okay, can't see it. the figure. You can't see anything else. Going but there's on somebody there. currently in there shuffling in. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is there like a dumpster or a garbage can in near like as close to the building as possible? Mm, yeah, there's one off to the side. Uh, is it by the, the two big doors or the the big the garage door? No, it's off on the uh, the other side. One one side without any doors. Well, time to call some arson. Uh, Told you. I go. I go. <laughs> don't you give me that sass. I'm just saying uh, you burn everything. Speaking of sass, uh, has Eugene gone out of the car and like followed forward? Or Absolutely, what's... he's past the gate and going. He's up to the door of the place, right? No, Leo. Me, yes. Yeah, Leo. Yeah. So yeah, Eugene like, has kind of gone to. I'm at the gate. I'm like. At whatever area he's left, I am now there once he's left it. Okay, so you're probably like at his car at this I'm, point. I'm, yeah, I'm behind yeah. his car, like over looking over, looking his, over his the trunk. corner. You see, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see him with his ear up against the door. Okay, Leo. Um, I uh, I try to sneak past the um, the you know I guess the front where all the doors are facing. Mm -hmm. Um, go over to I'm guessing you said it's a dumpster or like mm -hmm. you know area. I look. Do I see anybody around? Yeah, no, it's pitch black. You would have no chance of seeing him okay. behind your trunk. So, no, you don't see anyone. Okay. Oh, he doesn't see me. Yeah. Because oh. you're a distance away. You're behind a truck, and it's pitch black. So, it's like, there's no chance. Uh, is good. the is the, um, the dumpster uh, empty? Or is there stuff in there? Uh, you look inside. Yeah, there's some trash bags in there. Uh, is there. Do I see, like, if there's oil present in there, given that it's an auto body shop? Yeah, there's there's some oil in there. You know, patches. <laughs> oh, oh. So what I do is um, I stand behind or to the side of the of the um, of the dumpster. <clears throat> Does it have wheels? It's just yes. Like, okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use cruel sun and literally light the, the dumpster on fire and try to push it, you know, towards the big front door. In other words, to cause a distraction. You're gonna push a flaming dumpster into the large door. Yes. Okay. So quick quick geography. <laughs> it, it goes wall with the dumpster no doors then it goes wall with the human door and two medium garages mm -hmm. and then the wall directly opposite the dumpster wall oh is okay the big, okay that's what you had me confused because i was garage. just like you said there were two walls with this i'm like wait is that the f oh, okay never mind yeah. so i'm gonna push the dumpster in front of the two small doors the, the the medium garage doors yes okay. all right fucking yeah so i'm gonna do that uh in other words to cause a massive distraction okay to kind of get whoever is in there are you lighting it on fire first or moving the dumpster first <laughs> i'm lighting it on fire first and then immediately blasting it so you're gonna blast it into the door i'm gonna I'm, should i tell you my uh power ties that i want to use yes so i'm gonna use um cruel sun and uh with weather manipulation and gale force Okay, I'm just going to roll all of this into one big take-the-risk move. Because <laughs> why not? Because we all know how that's going to end. So let, let's go for it. Gonna all right, that's going to be a plus three. Oh, man. Oh! <laughs> I knew you should have done this. You Look at that voice, you Snaker. Stupid Charmander, <laughs> motherfucker. This is what you get. <laughs> Trying to blow fire into a freaking dumpster into the door. Just knock. Honestly, you doing shit. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Just you wait. 
Oh wait, sorry. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, go ahead, Kevin. Le- <laughs> Ruin my day. You did this, Leo Costello. In the dark, you misjudged just how much oil was in this dumpster. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> And as you shoot a combination of flame and wind into it, the whole thing just goes up. And I mean, explodes. <laughs> and I'm like, yada, yada. <laughs> what, what's great, though, is that you are fireproof now. That is true. I am fireproof because we learned from oh, the last episode that. this tends to happen. All right. Continue. But the, the force of the dumpster exploding still knocks you back. <laughs> So instead of taking the fire damage and, like, as your, like, clothes are immolated, your skin is fine, but you get knocked back. Uh, take, uh, yeah, concussive blast three. Oh, come on, fuck. You, you, were, you, you were up blew up a thing. dumpster. It's probably one of those, like, industrial dumpsters. Guys. Concussive three. <laughs> okay. But you did succeed in one way. I causing a huge distraction. Uh, I immediately, I'm just like, I'm just like. Ugh. You're you're laying on the ground, partially on fire. Your ears are ringing. Eugene, you just saw this guy like go to the side of the building you couldn't see, and then there was an explosion. Yeah, yeah, I I was actually putting myself in his shoes, just and, like. And, and the the two of you, the two of you look at the the front, the mm. human door, as it bursts open. Uh, I mean, I'm still ringing, mm-hmm. but given my years as a medical expertise and keep myself calm, uh, <laughs> I'm like, gotta get away. <laughs> and I run towards like, uh, I guess run around to the right corner where you said there's like no doors. It's just concrete mm-hmm. to try to hide behind it. In other words, make my way all the way around <laughs> to kind of see like, is anybody coming out? Okay. So <laughs> you're, you're trying to hide after ex- exploding this. So yeah. <laughs> roll, roll a sneak around. Oh God. This is what happens when you send a doctor to do a detective's I'm, job. I'm also going to have the concussive blast uh, do a minus three for your roll. Minus there. three? Jesus. Yeah, that's the status, man. You're going to get a negative one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try to lessen that. Okay, what's your, what's your tags? I'm going to use gale force control like I did with the fence mm-hmm. and try to like quicken my step uh, while using weather manipulation to kind of uh, heat up the air around me to make it a lot faster and lighter. Okay, because because that's this is the lesson that Leo is learning as he as his powers blow back against him in more and more creative ways. He just keeps using his powers. <laughs> if it don't work once, you keep pushing forward. Yeah. <laughs> so right. here we go. So that's gonna be minus one over. Mm-hmm. Six. Yeah, no, I fucked. Okay. <clears throat> you use your wind powers to like try to buffet you forward, but it tracks some of the fire, and it basically just creates oh this. Oh my god! It, it just creates this trail of fire <laughs> On the leading flash? to yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go, and, I go. <laughs> and as you're running with this trail of fire, literally creating a trail for you, the big Mike himself bursts out of the front door, and he goes. What the hell is going on here? Oh yeah, he's Irish-ish. And, and as, as you're as you're about to run around the corner, you look around and you see this four foot seven burly man rushing towards you with a pipe in his hand. Wait, he saw me? Yes. You're. You have a trail of fire. <laughs> he didn't say he followed the trail of fire. He said he just came out of the door. That's what I'm saying now. <laughs> Okay, I want to call this bullshit. <laughs> this yard doesn't seem very big, and there's a giant beacon of flaming dumpster lighting. Well, the way everything. you made it sound like it's like a massive building of concrete. Who doesn't have a fence around a uh, a repair shop? Hey, hi. This was a bad plan. <laughs> everything you did was a bad idea. Let's just uh, make it clear to the court that uh, this uh, stranger looking from afar has done nothing but watch. Ah, because that's one of that. Mm-hmm. So, Leo, you stand on one side of the wall with the, the fire leaning towards you. On the other side of the wall, you see uh, God, the big, like big Mike himself tapping a pipe against his palm, going, Well, well, looks like we got a little fire starter here. <laughs> and we see Eugene looking over the trunk of the charger, seeing this scene go down. Eugene, you are seeing the call to action. What does your character do? Uh, I'm looking around for any uh, anything um, I can toss. I, I toss can, well, the car. Well, for your character in particular, <laughs> right? there is a car, there is a dumpster, there is your car. Yes. 
Uh, right. Uh, for yes, I'm looking for. I'm looking for something. Uh, you're looking for something big. Nah, yeah. There is the uh, charger. That's there is the charger with Bulletproof itself. plates. Covered with bulletproof plates. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, okay. you, as as you're leaning over this trunk, you see that the charger is uh, reinforced with plates on it. Can I take one of the plates off? Yeah. Your character? Yeah. Can I rip one of the plates off? Go for it, buddy. Okay. So I'm going to use two tags for, for this. I'm going to use super strength and horn shot. I'm going to grow a horn from my forearm to wedge beneath between the plate and the car to like, you know, like crowbar it off. Mm-hmm. And then use my strength to rip it off the car. So this is going to be change the game because you're trying to create the story tag, uh, you know, bulletproof plate. I'm, I'm actually using the move right this time. I got it, guys. I got it. Well done. Well done. So roll for it, my friend. All right. So it's plus two to do this. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be an eight. Okay. So you have two story tags. You have two juice. Did you say two juice? Yeah. That's the, that's the points you use for change the game. Okay, two juice. Yeah, so I, I would say you can either get two of these plates or you can get one uh, super strong plate. One will do. Okay, so you have bulletproof plate two <laughs> now in your hands as you wedge one of your horns into the plate and literally tear it off the car. And uh, I'm now uh, running, not really running, but power walking mm-hmm. around the fence and i'm going to oh no real quick is there a fence or not there there's no a... fence there's, there's no fence there's no fence oh there's just the yard next to the yeah oh okay then i just yeah. walk through to the into the yard mm-hmm. uh i'm like behind him right i'm behind big mike or i'm like yeah. kind of the side yeah big mike's standing at the corner he's you know he's tapping the so i'm like over his way behind yes like his right way behind his right shoulder yes great uh what i'm aiming to do is to uh sweep him off his feet by like tossing this armored plate like a frisbee mm-hmm. uh th- under his feet this is trying to catch him off guard and put him on his back okay before i do my I, next. I i have to describe this scene because the cinematography here is beautiful you this scrawny disheveled white collar worker is power walking in this dark city district with this dumpster fire illuminating uh your frame and my glasses and your glasses carrying this torn bulletproof plate and then you just chuck that son of a bitch. That's the idea. Roll hit with all you got. Totally. And uh, I am invoking your uh, weakness tag. Um, the one for Rotation. your eyes. No, your eyes. Oh. Yes, definitely. Especially with the fire and the heat. And yeah. The... Uh, what, what is that weakness tag called, by the way? That's pain behind the eyes. Yep. From all those times uh, working in front of a screen. Working in front of a screen and not so. needing sleep and choosing not to Mama sleep. Mama was right. So for you as a new player, when I invoke your weakness tag, that means that you have a negative one to your roll, but you do mark attention to that theme since you're going against your weaknesses. And and what that means is that it's like an experience point. Yes. Oh, an attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To that theme. Yes. So, okay. Beep, boop. Great. And, but I'm using super strength Mm -hmm. to toss this. So doesn't that kind of counteract it? Yeah, so it's a plus zero. So it's just a regular. Okay. So whatever. Uh, Yeah. Eight. Plus two with the bulletproof plate, since that was the point to change the Sweet. game. Ten. Change the game. Do it. You chuck that son of a bitch like a frisbee. <laughs> this shit is bulletproof. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, from your end, you see Big Mike. You see the fire. You hear the roar of the flame. And then you hear a... <laughs> and Big Mike's legs are suddenly swept out from under him as this sheet of metal just... <laughs> takes him out and he falls to his back and uh do you like just rush forward or what do you do eugene uh i rush forward to make sure he's out yeah so leo you you see this plate just take out big mike and then you see a figure just appear around the corner Nani? <laughs> and you see eugene and what do you say hello uh, leo is it and I'm I'm kind of taken awestruck both by how do you know my name and two thinking, did this did this this scrawny guy just 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 like clothesline on the legs like leg sweep 
this big Mike? And I, I look at him and I'm like, yes. Who are you? My name is Eugene Fritz. I work with, well, rather with Detective Strange. We may have a mutual interest. And that's where we're ending the session. Thank you all for listening to Rolling in the Mist and introducing our new cast member, Pablo. Oh, no, you paused like I should say my name. Do you want to like, do you want to? Well, welcome to the Odd Loot team, Pablo. That's, pre- that's pretty much how this goes. Yep. Giving each other fake cues. <laughs> we sabotage each other a lot. Here. And introducing... Pa- Who cares? <laughs> Happy to be aboard. <laughs> <laughs>